Father, we know that you are delighted when your son is exalted. We want our assembly to be filled with the testimony of Christ this morning. Oh Lord, may Christ be all in all. Do deliver us, save us from ourselves, dear Lord. 主啊, 求你救我们, Until it is Christ, only Christ. 直到, 只是基督, Help us as we study your word. By the Holy Spirit. To exercise into godliness. And to be transformed into Christ likeness. This is our prayer and our desire. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters know that for a year now, our theme has been sonship. Many brothers have shared on this burden. And beginning last time I spoke, I began to take up this matter of growing into sonship through spiritual battle. Our key phrases for this thought is from 1 Timothy. If you'll turn to 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, here we find Paul speaking to his dear son in the faith, Timothy. This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may fight the good fight, keeping faith and a good conscience. 我儿提摩太，我照从前指着你的预言，将这命令交托你，要你因此可以打那美好的仗，常存信心和无愧的良心。And then again in First Timothy chapter six，然后我们看到提摩前书第六章，we just notice verse twelve，第十二节。Fight the good fight of faith，take hold of the eternal life to which you were called。and you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. 
十二节，你要为真道打那美好的仗，持定永生。你因此被招，也在许多见证人面前已经做了那美好的见证。How wonderfully and gently the apostle Paul deals with his spiritual son Timothy. 啊，保罗是多么美好，而且是应当的来来教导他属灵的儿子提摩太。He's encouraging him as his son in the faith. And we see in these two passages twice, Paul says, "Timothy, my son, fight the good fight." In these two passages, we see that Paul says, "Timothy, my son, fight the good fight." Now we know before we were saved in our flesh, we often fought with other people. We know before we were saved. He loves us all. He loves us all. But he wants us to grow up. He wants us to grow up. Even as Paul wanted Timothy 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 to grow up. And so we find that there is a battle before us. We see that in front of us there is a battle. For those of you who were here last time, we shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. We shared from 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 18 The life of Jesus within us. We found in us, we found in us, the life of Jesus within us. Paul says, uh, uh, sorry, John says that we begin to grow as children of God. John 提到我们就好像神的儿女在那里成长 And he mentions three spiritual phases that we grow. 他讲到我们成长的三个属灵的阶段 First, as little children. 开始是如同孩童 How God loves His little children. He protects his little children. We remember last time. We remember last time. According to John, little children know their father. As Paul says, we say "Abba, Father." And even little children in the faith, they know their sins have been forgiven. But there in First Timothy chapter one, 在提摩太前书第一章这里 ，Now we have already had our sins forgiven. 我们知道我们的罪已经得赦免 ，and we have faith in our heavenly Father. 我们的信心在我们天父上面 ，but now we have to fight the good fight. 但是现在我们要打那美好的仗 ，and what was that fight? 那个仗是什么呢 ？We mentioned two things. 我们讲到两件事 ，we have to keep our conscience clear. Under the blood of Jesus Christ, we must keep our conscience clear. The enemy tries all the time to bring us into condemnation. The enemy tries all the time to bring us into condemnation. To make us feel ashamed of ourselves. 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 We say there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We say that in Jesus Christ, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We accept the precious blood that cleanses us from all sin. We accept the precious blood that cleanses us from all sin. We accept the precious blood that cleanses us from all sin. We accept the precious blood that cleanses us from all sin. We accept the precious blood that cleanses us from all sin. We also有一个权利能够来这里祷告，感谢神为了他的救恩。Now，if We saw our verses in Romans chapter six. We see 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 our 
一个是神恩典的能力。And the sin that dwells in us。一个是在我们里面的罪。And he says, you do not need to be slaves any longer to sin, because now you serve grace。他说你不需要再来服侍那个罪,因为你现在在服侍恩典。We come as children of God。我们成为神的儿女。In the first initial stages。在开始的阶段的时候。And it is so important。that we consecrate our lives and our bodies to our Lord every day. Paul says, if we present the members of our body as instruments of righteousness to God, He keeps us, and we can serve by his grace. And Paul says, Don't give your members of your body to sin. Now there's a choice there, isn't there? On a daily basis, you can choose to serve sin or live by grace. And if we're going to fight the good fight, we present ourselves to God. And we find victory in, uh, by the grace of God. Paul put it this way. If you walk by the Spirit of God, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. We decide which way we want to walk. But if we walk by the Spirit, the power of sin decreases and decreases with every step. So these are some of the elementary things. We've talked a lot about sonship. And here's one of the secrets of sonship. By faith, we commit ourselves to the Lord. To fight this good fight. And we discover that we can fight the good fight because of His life within. Sonship is a discovery of the life of Christ within you. And so we sang this hymn, Not I, but Christ. Now we learn that practically as we fight the good fight of faith. Now this morning we want to talk further about the fight of faith. And this time we're referring to 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. So today we're going to talk about the battle for life. Take hold of the eternal life. Now Timothy was saved. And he had the eternal life within him. But as we grow as sons, we have to take hold of this life. It's the life of Christ within us. It's a life lived by the Holy Spirit. And this becomes a very important aspect of our growing up. We want to read a few other verses that are uh, connected with this battle for life. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul spends a lot of time talking about the cross. And we will come to see today that the cross is one of the secrets to uh, the battle of life. Let's look at the chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians, verse 17 and 18. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not in cleverness of speech, so that the cross of Christ would not be made void. 
For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And then two verses in chapter two. 然后第在第二章两节经, verses one and two. 第一, and when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 弟兄们，从前我到你们那里去，并没有用高言大智对你们宣传神的奥秘，因我曾定了主意，在你们中间不知道别的，只知道耶稣基督并他定十字架。And then one final verse that I think you all know from John chapter ten and verse ten。最后一段经节，想大家都很熟悉，在约翰福音第十章第十节，Where Jesus as the good shepherd is speaking to his disciples. And he says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. To have life and have it abundantly. This is our fight. In the good fight. Why do I say that? Because even as Jesus talks about this abundant life, we see that there's an enemy standing near. Now the enemy comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Now there is an enemy who wants to steal things from you. So let's first of all make this clear. When you were born again, you received an eternal life that the enemy cannot steal. Nobody can snatch that life out of the Father's hand. Now there are some who preach you can get saved and lose your salvation and get saved again and lose your salvation, but the scriptures don't talk that way. When you're born again, an eternal life makes you a son and child of God. And the enemy cannot snatch that away. But listen to John 10, 10. You see that life is mentioned twice. I have come that you may have life. Indeed, when we're saved, we enter that life that cannot be taken away. But now, and have life abundant. Now this is what the enemy is trying to fight and steal from us. This is the battle for life. Abundant life. Fullness of life. Living by Christ and not ourselves. But the enemy is always trying to snatch things away. In this passage in John chapter 10, Jesus is speaking of himself as the shepherd. But the enemy in this case would be the wolves. See, the wolves try to get into the flock and steal the sheep. Or when the sheep are out on the field. Then they become prey to the enemy who tries to tear them and destroy them and even take their life. When Jesus is our shepherd, He leads us in and out of the fold to find pasture. But there's always an enemy 
that wants to steal that life from us. 但是那里一直有那个仇敌，他想从我们那里得到呢，夺去呢生命。Now, when we're first saved, we probably don't think there's much spiritual battle. 当我们刚得救的时候，我们没有想到那里有很多属灵的征战。I remember when I was first saved. 我记得当我刚得救的时候 ，I had such peace in my heart. 我心中充满了平安 ，because I carried such a load of sin. 因为我有过去有那么多罪的重担。Now that I knew my sins were forgiven. 现在我知道我罪得赦免。What felt good. 我就叹口气，觉得感觉真好。I felt peace. 我觉得平安。I loved my Savior. 我爱我的救主。I didn't sense any warfare. 我没有感觉到任何属灵的征战。Ah, but sooner or later, I began to see that there was a thief always trying to snatch. Things away from me. 但是或迟或早就发现那里有个盗贼要把我的生生命从我那里来偷去。Now we can talk about many thieves. 我们可以讲到很多的盗贼。But I want to talk this morning. 我们今天早晨所要讲的。About the greatest thief we have to abundant life. 讲到我们得到丰盛生命最大的一个盗贼。Now I hope you're not afraid. 我希望你不害怕。But this thief is a monster. 这个盗贼是一个怪物。Do you know who it is? You know he is a monster. 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 Now our brother, when he brought us to the Lord's table this morning, 今天早上我们的弟兄带我们到主的桌子面前。He shared this wonderful mystery about the cross. 他讲到这一个关于十字架这个奇妙的奥秘。You see, the cross is our victory to the abundant life. 十字架是我们能够进到丰盛生命的秘诀。Now, when we look at the cross from the outside before we believe. 当我们在没有信以前，我们在外面看的十字架的时候 ，We would think the cross is the greatest defeat God ever had. 我们觉得十字架是神所有的最大的一个失败。There was weakness. 那里有软弱。There was death. 死亡。It seemed like the the devil won. 好像仇敌已经得胜了。And Jesus lost. 耶稣失败了。It seems like the enemy stole, killed. On the cross, 好像仇敌在十字架上也偷窃，在那里杀害了。But we as Christians, 但是我们基督徒 see the cross as another side. 我们从看到十字架的另一面。It was the way to victory. 那就是通向呃胜利的呃道路。Because Jesus died on the cross according to the scriptures. 因为基督按照圣经的预言死在十字架上。And in three days rose up from the dead. According to the scriptures, and death no longer has any hold over him. He came into resurrection life that cannot be taken away. And this is the gospel for us. We know when we came to Jesus and asked him to be our Lord and Savior. We also die. I think most of you here have been baptized in water. Now I think you know when they put you down under the water, that was your burial. Now we could have gone outside and dug a big hole and put you down. But it'd be too much ditch digging. But the baptism shows that you died. But the baptism shows that you died. But the baptism shows that you died. The cross had its effect on you. Then finally, the brother brings you back up. And now you're alive with a brand new life. Now where are your old sins? Down in the water. Where the way of salvation has opened. And from the moment you were saved, the enemy was defeated. And yet, Paul, as he preaches this gospel of the cross to the Corinthians, 
Is having to bring them to understand that the cross is still working in their lives. Paul is addressing the Corinthians. As babes in Christ. But they're not living the abundant life. Their life is being restricted. And what is restricting their life? The monster. Who's the monster? It's a four letter word. We don't even like to say the word. But it's S E L F. Self. What a monster. Do you understand why the hymn writer wrote, Oh, to be saved from myself, dear Lord? You see, Paul said, When I came to you, Corinthians. The only thing I was willing to minister to you was Christ and Christ crucified. Now he's dealing with this monster of self. You see, this monster was hindering the church from abundant life. Now, as an example, why did he say, I came not in the wisdom of speech? I actually think Paul knew how to speak very well. But he didn't want to feed their intellectual self life. Now the Corinthians were very smart people. Philosophical people. Almost as smart as the Chinese. And you could go to them and feed their intellect. But their self would grow. Their brain would grow. And already their brain was causing them to fight one another. Because not only did one brother say, I believe this, and another brother say, I believe that. But this brother said, My brain is bigger than yours. This was hindering the abundant life of Christ in the assembly. Now, if we took a vote, and we wanted to hear from one mind this morning, who would you rather hear from? Dana's mind? Or Christ's mind? Uh, well, I hope you said the second. <laughs> because that's the way to fullness of life. But the Corinthians thought they were so wise, so smart. Paul said, you know, actually I have some wisdom, but I can't share it with you. Because your intellectual knowledge has become intellectual toys, and you're playing with these toys. The wisdom of God is Christ Jesus. And all of you men need to learn how to agree with this one wisdom. There's many things the Corinthians were doing. They were so full of self. They were arguing over which preacher was better. This brother was suing this brother. All kinds of self, self, self being expressed. That's why Paul said, I come preaching Christ crucified. If you're going to know his life in this assembly, 
你要知道自己生命的死亡。You remember in 2 Corinthians the familiar passage in chapter 5, verse 17。You all know this verse。If any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation。What a picture this is。这里是一个什么图画呢？All things are passed away。旧事已过, all things are becoming new. That's a picture of what's happening now by the power of the cross. Both you as an individual, and we as the church together, are a new creation created in Christ Jesus. And there's two descriptions of that new creation. Old things are passing away. New things are coming in. The old self is being removed. Christ's life is coming in. Just to give you an example. The very verse before this verse in 517 is 516. And here's what Paul says. Listen and see if you can hear the cross at work. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. 所以我们从今以后不凭着外貌认人了。虽然凭着外貌认过基督，如今却不再这样认他了。What's Paul saying？保罗在那里说什么呢？Here we are, brothers and sisters。我们都在这里，弟兄姊妹们。Now how do we recognize each other？我们如何来认彼此相认呢？Oh, I like that guy. He's tall. He's dressed nice. He has a tie on today。我喜欢那个人，他个子很高，他今天戴着个领带。Oh, I don't like that guy over there. He has no hair. I don't like the way he talks. Now we're looking at each other according to the flesh. As we gather as the assembly, we have to learn a very important lesson. We can't look at each other according to the flesh. We need renewed eyes to see one another in the spirit. Now there's somebody sitting next to you. 有人坐在你旁边, maybe you like them, maybe you don't. But Christ loves them. And Christ forgave them. And one day you'll hear their story of how they got saved. And you will say, Praise God. Because you'll find that your brother and sister is newborn in the Spirit and growing up. But a lot of times in our life, as we look at things outwardly, it causes restriction from the life of the Lord. Now, when you were born again, you felt joy and peace in your heart. But I hope you also began to feel something else. When you did something wrong, did you feel your conscience? A lack of peace? Something uneasy inside? You used to do things the old way. Before you were a Christian, the old way never bothered you. But now you are a new man in Christ. And the Holy Spirit lives within. And when you do something the old way, sometimes the Holy Spirit says, No, 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 no. Now remember, the Holy Spirit is a still, small voice. And your soul is a big, loud voice. And we have to learn the difference. Some of our old ways are not good anymore. 
Now I dare not ask. But I believe nobody here bought a Powerball ticket. Did you hear? You get it right. I got it wrong in the first place. $1.6 billion. But who is Jehovah Jireh for you? Powerball or God? Every time you take Powerball ticket, you say, I trust myself. I think it's something like you have one chance in three billion of winning, but I say, I still got a chance. So the world steals a couple of bucks from you every time you do that. Somewhere inside, at some point, you should say, God is my provider, and I don't need some to win the lottery. So some some people are watching things on television, movies. You used to watch that stuff, but now something inside saying, no, no, don't watch that stuff. Maybe you are known as one of the best liars. And you can always lie your way out of every situation. No, now you feel uneasy inside. Nobody here cheats on their taxes. But if you do, watch out. You have a holy observer inside. He watches you cheating. He doesn't like it. All that kind of stuff. Things you used to do before. Now, the cross is being brought to bear. Now, I hope you don't think the cross is a very negative thing. It's actually a very positive thing. Because listen, the cross is a divine veto on everything that's not in Christ. But it's also a divine amen to everything that is of Christ. You might have to hear, no, no, no. But it leads to Amen, Amen. And this is the battle for life. Let me give you a few examples from the New Testament of this battle for life. Here's just a few little verses. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 15. We see the Galatians being robbed. Now why are they being robbed? Here's what Paul says. Where then is that sense of blessing you once had? Now they, the Galatians when they were saved, they were praising God. They had such a sense of blessing. The Holy Spirit was leading. They were so blessed. But then, religious self began to take over. And they began to feel they need to be circumcised. They need to keep the Jewish laws. And immediately that abundant life began to narrow down. Do you know one of the greatest thieves of abundant life in Christ is religious self? There are some brothers and sisters 
who actually are virtually blameless in their life. But because they suffer from religious flesh, they always feel condemned and that they're not good enough. They still think there's something religious they can do. They don't really know they've been crucified with Christ. And the life they now live, they live by the life of Christ within. Here's another example. When you turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 7, Paul shares this testimony. Because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. 第七节，又恐怕我因所得的启示甚大，就过于自高，所有一根刺加在我肉体上，就是撒旦的差役要来攻击我，免得我过于自高。Now we know Paul is a precious servant of God.我们知道保罗是一个神宝贝的呃仆人。And yet all of us continually must be dealt with about ourselves.但是我们每一个人都要持续不断的被我们的己要受对付。The Lord showed Paul revelations and tremendous heavenly things. Uh, but then had to deal with Paul's self, which could get blown up and exalted. And so the Lord sent a thorn into his flesh, which would keep him from exalting himself. Oh, even Paul knew he was still so boastful. But we know Paul came in his testimony in Galatians chapter 6. He says, I only boast about one thing, and that's the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We see Paul had to be dealt with. In the third letter of John, in verse 9, John writes, I wrote something to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to be first among them, does not accept what we say. This man, Diotrephes, was one of the leaders of the church. But his selfish ambition to be number one was preventing the abundant life that John was bringing through his ministry. It's possible for men in leadership by their self-life to restrict the abundant life that we all should experience. Or, fourth, we remember the example of Peter. In, in Mark chapter 8 and verse 33, it says, Jesus turning around and seeing his disciples. He rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you're not setting your mind on God's interest, but man's interest. You know, even our love for one another must go to the cross. There's no doubt that Peter loved Jesus. And when Jesus spoke of going to the cross, Peter said, No, no. We'll find a way to escape the cross. See, Peter, first of all, did not know. The very reason Jesus came to earth was to die on the cross. But Peter, using his brain, came up with an idea. 
Maybe we'll build a, a tabernacle here on the mountain. You can just stay right here. No, 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 don't go to Jerusalem. Jesus had to say, get behind me, Satan. Man's thinking is not the way to life. God's wisdom leads to life. So here we see the cross as veto power upon our self-life. And, and that, that veto power must be there until our self-strength is broken. Abundant life is when Christ is all and in all. But all that is old, must go. In our lives, in the life of the church, the monster self is the thief of abundant life. Have you ever prayed the prayer of the song we sang, Oh, to be saved? From myself, dear Our self has the instinct of self-preservation. Our self does not easily die. But the power of the cross is stronger than our self-life. Now the important thing is, have you seen the deadly work of self in you? In you. Now here's something some of you could understand. Two are married and become one. Praise God. But what if you have two selves who want to be the top self? You see a husband and wife always pulling and fighting at each other. There's no one. What's where's one? You see self, 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 self. Now the world says that after you've been married seven years, you get the seven year itch. I don't know what that means. But I know if you're a Christian and you get married, you have the seven year death. That means you will wrestle with the other self for seven years before you both are exhausted. And you're laying on the carpet and you say, I give up. So, now when we talk to the sisters, and we say, you must submit to your husband, you can see their head covering going up. And when you hear that the husband, don't treat your wife wrong, or your prayers will be hindered. <laughs> we don't know what to do about that. Do you notice mostly sisters pray in our meeting? Come on, husbands. What does it say? Joint heirs of the grace of life. No self, self. Let's have a battle today. That's not the way to grace. So eventually, we have to say, not my will, but yours, Lord. Now that's why, fortunately, if you have a Christian marriage, you have a third party in the marriage. God is waiting. If you both yield to God, you will find a way through your arguments. But you see, self must get out of the way. And in the church, 
How we need less of self and more of Christ. Sometimes those who are trying to build a church are like those who tried to build the Tower of Babel. By ourselves, we're going to rise up to God and build the church. But God can only use servants whose self has been broken in obedience to Him. Now here's the great mystery. When the cross brings death to some area of self, Life always springs forth. Resurrection always follows a death. Jesus, when he was speaking of his own death, in John chapter 12, and, and verse 24, he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Do you see that mystery? When our self is willing to die, then we begin bearing fruit from God. There's three great pictures of this in the Bible. Talking about how when we're joined to the Lord, there's such fruitfulness. The first picture is from John chapter 15, abiding in the vine of Christ. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, how many of you are branches? Are you abiding in the vine? Oh, I'm abiding in the vine. It sounds so nice. But we have to remember when Jesus says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh oh, monster self got in the way. But there's no problem. Because Jesus says, if you're a branch in my vine, then the Father is going to prune you. So you can have more abundant life. The pruning, the self-life, has to get chopped off. We don't like to read that verse. Just the abiding verse. But the pruning verse is the secret to the abundant fruit. And then we remember Matthew chapter 11. At the end of the chapter, Jesus speaks to all those who were listening. In verses 28 and 29. And he says, Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is the battle for life. Enter into rest. When we are weary, we come to Jesus. We enter into rest. Oh, but wait. Do you want to enter into abundant rest? Abundant life? Then we need uh, verse uh, 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. 
Now you have to imagine this yoke. It has two holes. Now this is Jesus. Now he has his head in the yoke. Now I have my head in his yoke. Now it doesn't feel like freedom, huh? Is this life? Because when Jesus goes, I have to go. What if I say, no, I'm tired, I want to stop? But Jesus is so strong, if he keeps going, he'll just drag me on the ground. This is the daily life under the yoke of Jesus. Which is the secret to abundant life. What do you think this guy says every day when he's wearing the yoke along with Jesus? Now you may notice a lot of marks on the side of his neck. But after a while, this ox learns to say. Not my will, but yours be done. A hundred times a day. Not my will, but thine. There's a secret to abundant life. Because Jesus is so gentle. He doesn't let you fall into the ground in a big hole. But you learn rest in your soul. And that brings us to the last illustration. In the book of Hebrews, he talks about entering into rest. Now this is talking about entering into the promised land, like the Old Testament children were invited to do. And so we see in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9, so there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. Now, let's listen carefully. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works as God did from his. Now, how do we enter the rest? First, we need to stop doing our self-effort. Have you ceased from your works? That's the first part. And then, you let us be diligent to enter that rest, it says. Once we stop our self-effort, then we allow Christ's life to bring us into rest. But the battle of life doesn't stop there, as you know. Even if you've entered into the rest of Christ, your life, the, the enemy always tries to get you out of that rest. So, this is the battle for life. You are David, and the monster self is Goliath. Can you defeat Goliath? It's a good fight that you must fight. How did David ever beat Goliath? Three things is all he needed. One, he believed that God would give him the victory. So we start from the victory of the cross. But the second thing David had, he had the stones of the word of God to sling at the enemy. You remember last time we talked about young men. Their secret was they had the word of God abiding in them, according to John. So David had hidden the word of God in his heart. 
And he had stones to defeat the enemy of self. But third, he also had a sling. And this is the power of the cross. That sling, he had learned time and time again, not my will, thine be done. 那个担子,那个石头的,他就说一次又一次他学会了,不是我的意思,而是按着你的意思。And the enemy was defeated.而头里就被击败。Now you see, this is a battle for life and all during our life.大家看到,这是生命,在我们生命当中持续有的征战。Who has no more self?谁能够没有自己呢?You're smart.你们很聪明。Nobody raised their hand.没有人举手。So, who is invited into this spiritual battle? Who's going to win? Christ? Or yourself? We believe Christ. And so Paul said to Timothy, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you have been called. That overcoming life is available to everyone born of God. But in order to be a fighter of faith and gain victory in life, more and more in practical ways, we must learn how to live. Not my will. But thine be done.在实际的方面，我们要学习说，不是我的旨意，而是按照你的旨意成就。All to be saved from myself, dear Lord.哦，亲爱的主，从我救你，救我出离我自己。All to be lost in Thee.让我消失在你的里面。To where we can say, it is Christ who lives in this is the victory that the cross is working out in our lives. Will you join the battle? grow up into sonship? Will you learn the wonderful grace of that life within to overcome the enemy? This is the challenge before us. Let's just have a few people pray this matter back to the Lord before we go. Allow our flesh, Lord, ourselves, Lord, to reign over us. The Lord, to really fight, Lord, to have you, Lord, to be our all, to be submissive, Lord, to do your will, even as you did the Father's will. Lord, may this be our constant, Lord, prayer and life, Lord, each day, each moment, Lord, truly to make you all in all to us. Lord, we just trust in you that this will be by your Holy Spirit, Lord, something that we can obey, Lord, something we can follow, Lord, each day and each moment of our lives. Lord, that in these end times, Lord, we'll fight to grow, to grow up, fight, Lord, to be your sons, Lord, so that you indeed, Lord, will be uh, returning and having your church mature and ready. Lord, we just pray this will not just be something we understand, but something we can live Lord, we can, by your mercy and grace, Lord, follow through each day of our lives. Lord, we do offer ourselves to you. We confess, Lord, we're not able to do this, but we thank you, Lord, that we do have you within us. Lord, and greater is you that's in us than he that's in the world, and even over our flesh. Lord, we submit ourselves to you in your most precious name. And uh, preach just uh, by you uh, is a yes. Uh, th- thank you just to that. Uh, remind us uh, uh, to deny ourselves. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, thank you that you always uh, let us uh, have the fire, 
have uh, just uh, the holy war that we can just fight through these uh, holy wars and be, uh, just get uh, mature and uh, continuously gradually just uh, remove uh, uh, just uh, that uh, self master dear lord we put out just uh, our spiritual life uh, uh, in your mighty hand uh, just uh, you just uh, uh, help us uh, to grow uh, uh, to grow, uh, grow to be just, uh, uh, just an adult uh, and uh, who can uh, eat your just uh, uh, hard food. <coughs> Dear Lord, thank you and uh, thank you that uh, you, you are uh, just uh, in our midst. Uh, thank you uh, uh, for your uh, presence. Uh, thank you that uh, you always uh, let us uh, have uh, the chance uh, to just uh, uh, be just uh, growing uh, with your word. Uh, we give you all the glory uh, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We pray that the Holy Spirit can translate these words in our daily lives so we may learn to say, not my will, but thy will. In name Jesus Christ, we pray.让我们亲耳听到您从天上的这些句句扎心的话语和这些深深的教诲主啊这正是我们的渴慕让我们懂得要为主去打那美好的信心的属灵之杖生命借着那被打开的救恩之道让我们在圣灵中成长经历十字架